Yeah, with the eulogy, like, I think that that is one of the best episodes of the show altogether. Oh, my fucking God. That monologue is so fucking good. (laughs) Have you, like, they actually did something on YouTube where, like, all these guys, like, 200 people from around the world kind of, like, did a little bit of the monologue and, like, they kind of stitched it together. Oh, really? That's, like, a really cool thing. It's it's not good to watch, but, like, it's, like, cool that they did it. Oh. (laughs) Oh. Not, these, not, not a lot of these people are, are like professional actors. That's like <laughs> really patronizing. Cool. Yeah. It's like, oh, the reviews are in. Okay. <laughs> Should we start the episode? You're really selling it. <laughs> That's the cold open. Yeah. I said cold open. That's the cold open. Cold open, because we're about that. We're talking about today. We're. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say we're about to pan this album, but that is categorically untrue. Like, uh, yours was better, so thank you. Let's start the episode. Remember that record that you bought me, like two years ago? Well, I just remembered that it's sitting in the closet, so I called you up just to tell you I've been meaning to listen to why don't you come over and talk about it? Ooh. 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 Why don't you come over and talk about it? Hi, everybody. Welcome to... I've been I've meaning been to, listen to, to listen to that. Oh, do I have to speak no. to No, shut up. Uh, the podcast where I'm so sorry. No, it's the podcast where we um, take albums we've been mean to listen to and use it as a conduit to learn about each other and our guests. So, hey, by the hi, way, Ezra, how um, are you? since oh. I recently listened to the first episode, did you ever look up the word conduit? Nope. <laughs> I've not looked up the word conduit. <laughs> okay, hi, Ezra. How are you? Hi. Have you looked up the word? Here, have you looked up the word conduit? Uh, no, but I already know what it means. I know what it means, but I'm not going to look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so now that we got that out of the way. uh, Hey, if anybody wants to um, email us and tell us what the word conduit means. Slide into our DMs and and mansplain what conduit means. Uh. Yeah, send us hate mail about how Andrew has been using it wrong this whole time. There's like a really funny tweet about like, um, like... I imagine hell is like the twenty is like the twenty minute banter that the two hosts do before they introduce the guests, <laughs> like something along those lines. Just like forcing our probably guests to like true. sit there. Except and, usually you're bantering this. with yourself. Today I'm actually saying Chen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, let's introduce our guests. Um, she is a um, she is an animator, a storyboarder, a filmmaker, and an all-in-all cool chick, and uh, also um, the the artist for our cover for our very lovely cover art. It's Olivia Jensen, everybody. What up? Yeah. Hello, I'm Olivia. Hi, hi, hi Olivia. Hi so, how's your um, life going? How's your Real life good. going? Real good. That that. That tweet you just quoted, I think, is hilarious, and I've been living in a little a hell for the last 15 minutes or however long it was. So. Very accurate. Well, how does it feel to be free? I'm good. I can speak my mind now. Um, you both are really cool. Go off. 
Girl, Wait, let me tell you. Do you call the both of us really cool? Like, Yeah, thus far. I mean, we only just started, so. Oh, just you wait. Oh, honey, I'm so excited. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and your um, like music origin story. Yeah, that's a solid question. Um, well, I love music. That is one of the one of my many interests is um, listening to music. Um, I really like a lot of like orchestral stuff. Like I was in um, like band. I was in like marching band all through high school and everything. Um, so I was really into I got really into like orchestral music and um, like I'm really into film scores and stuff. And I think that kind of shaped my current music taste because I really like drawn to things that are really melodic. Like I'm not super into things that are like rhythm heavy, like kind of like like hip hop and R&B. Those are really like rhythm driven. I prefer things that are more like melody driven, if that makes sense. Um, yeah, yeah, that's just how I like to describe. It. I don't know um, if that really makes any sense because I don't, I don't really like gravitate towards like certain genres or whatever. I don't know. I just, it's mostly just like certain artists, if that makes sense. <laughs> I like a little bit of everything. Well, what kind of artists do you like? Oh, jeez. What are a few examples? That's such a weird question for me because it's like it changes a lot. Um, like I really like, like one of my favorite artists is Tennis. Um, I don't know if you guys listen to her. Like it's like a husband and wife duo. Oh, I love tennis. Get it? Because I don't play any sports. So don't even make a sports joke. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know tennis. <laughs> I like like Courtney Barnett a lot. She's really good, good songwriter. Um, so you, do you like trend more like alternative then? I guess so. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to get like kind of expand my horizons a little bit and like learn more music like I, one of my favorite activities is just like sitting on spotify and just like going down the rabbit hole of like discovering new things um, so when you say you sit on spotify like what i'm not doing it like a joke here like are, are do you like literally just like sit down and consume music or do you like kind of pretty much go like you don't like go like go around your day like that that's how that's how you consume music well i guess like i mean i could be doing other things like working or like going to school or whatever and like just flipping through stuff but sometimes I just like to sit in my room and like go on Spotify and like hit on like um go to artists I like go to like related artists and like the discover stuff and just like sit and just like listen to music Ugh. and just like take it in if that makes I sense. I cannot do that like that's really? not for me <laughs> like what uh it's just like it's too like it's I first of all I, I have such a busy mind and I just like feel mm. bad that like unless it's like an artist I really really love or like that sure. demands you pay attention. Uh, I usually like cut like if it's new, especially if it's new music. I kind of just right. But like the, I feel like well, that's why this album was one for me that definitely like. I mean, I don't really have a huge problem doing that myself, mm -hmm. but uh, there are definitely certain albums that are easier to do it with than others. Sure. And this album is like one that did demand my attention. Like, yeah, that. like the first time that I listened to it, I had to listen like in my headphones, mm -hmm. uh, not really doing anything else. Um, just if I was doing something, then it was like busy work, um, not really thinking about other things. Yeah, I kind of do the like that. I did the same thing with this album. Like if there's something that I've been wanting to listen to or like something that's new that I've never listened to before, I usually do something like that or like 
I'll put something on and just kind of let it flow like while I'm drawing or something. So it's not like mm-hmm. completely taking my full attention, but it's also like, oh, this is something I've never heard before and I'm hearing it for the first time. But like if it's yeah, like something important or like something completely new or that I'll just be like, OK, I'm going to block out everything else and just focus on the music because it's I don't know, that's a really like pure way to consume it, I think. Um, yeah, like for me, it's just like. That's why I feel like I like that's why when I listen to mu- new music, I'm like running and like I choose to like run d- while I listen to the new music because oh. I can't sometimes I can't like justify, you know, just like sitting down and listening to music just um or like that's partly why we started the podcast was because like I listened to so much music and I felt I I felt like a little bit of guilt of like oh, I'm not, like, tur- churning this into, like, something... I'm not churning this into content or whatever. <laughs> I'm yeah. just, like, enjoying... I'm taking more than I'm, like, giving back. So I, that, that, that for myself, at least, that's kind of why I, like, started doing the show a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's definitely nice. It kind of forces you um, to have to sit down and actually think about these things. Like, maybe be uh reading about it on genius or whatever but um just putting all of your attention on the album instead of um having it be background noise yeah like um when i listened to it for the first time i just kind of sat in my room and just played it like front to back and then afterwards i like went on i'm actually i have genius open right now and i went on there and like looked at what the lyrics are and like what some of the meanings are and i did that like after listening to it for the first time if that makes sense, because mm. I just wanted to like. The lyrics are so in. dense. There's like, a I, lot. Yes, they are. I can't, I I feel like I didn't do justice, like trying to parse out the bit, like every single like, because it's so layered and like, mm-hmm. I yeah I I. Well, yeah, and I feel like we're not going to have nearly enough time to talk oh, about no, it no, as no, 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 in no. detail as it deserves. So let's talk about like our preconceived notions about Janelle Monet, like Olivia. What were your what were your preconceived notions on her and like what made you want to choose this oh, album? Yeah. So I previous to this had never heard any of her music, going to be honest. Um, but like, I mean, obviously like I knew who she was and I've always thought that she um, like is so like her fashion yes. is so inspiring to me. Like she's so beautiful and all <laughs> coolest outfits. And I'm yes. like, oh, I don't like entirely know who this person is, but she's so cool. Yes. And she's kind of everything I want to be. Um, and, but I'd never heard her music before. Um, and I honestly like don't really know why. Um, it's I think it's just because like I don't really I, I don't know if her music's really pop, but like I don't really listen to a lot of like pop music because it's like, oh, it's it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a pop it's kind of a pop funk record, I would yeah. say. Like, yeah, like I'm not there's sure. There's some if it's rap in there like too. Pop. It's yeah. it's kind of like genre. It's like it doesn't quite defy genre, but it's hard to put it in like one. It's category. hard to place it. Yeah, yeah, and I, so like yeah. I, I kind of like knew who she was, and then like had heard that this album was really good, and I had always been like, oh, I'll listen to it at some point, and I'll get there. There's and I just so like, much music. Did. There's so much music, and like there's yeah. no way you get to all of it. And yeah, so I'm glad that like. I don't know. This like gave me an excuse to actually like exactly, exactly. Well, I'm glad. Um, like, what about you, Ezra? Like, what's your what's your kind of connection with uh, Janelle Monae? 
So, um, I have the biggest crush on Janelle Monet. Oh. Um, <laughs> she is everything. But I actually hadn't listened to any of her music uh, prior to this album. Um, like, none of her solo stuff anyway. Um, obviously, like, everybody knows, like, uh, that fun song. Um, and because uh, she uh, did the vocals on We Are Young. And, what? Uh, Wait, what? Which fun song? We are young. We are young. She's on that. What? She's featured on that. that yeah. Oh, I yeah. Know and that. then and so uh, I've just um, that's heard fun. her here and there. That's <laughs> actually uh, I guess. Never mind. We can get into that a little bit later. Um, but uh, were you trying to make a pun, Andrew? No, I would never do such a thing. No word. Fuck you. Allowed. Well, um, no. lucky for you, puns are by and pan culture, so uh, puns are more puns. than welcome totally on this episode. Um, Andrew, are you dying? But, What's happening? I mean, it's, it's just like, you're telling me that is so funny to me. It's like, oh, uh, like that's not worth telling someone that. I'm so sorry. Keep going. I, uh, I had like heard her on uh, other people's music and, um, kind of seen her acting more than I had heard any of her solo stuff um, before I listened to this. Um, and then, like, when it came out, uh, it just blew up really big. Um, she came out as Pan, like, the day before her album dropped. Nice. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, oh, Pan. Like... Pan Solidarity, I had to um, listen to it, but I wanted to uh, anyway, because uh, as you were saying, Olivia, like she is the coolest person. Oh, yeah, um, I know. <laughs> and <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I kind of uh, expected that it was going to be really good, but I wasn't really as familiar with her music before then. Mm -hmm. um, I've listened to it since then, but I think this is definitely the uh, album where she is most herself and she seems the most like free. Yeah. Like I haven't listened to her previous stuff before this album, but my impression of it was she was kind of doing a persona. Like she was kind of doing yeah. this narrative of like, she was like this Android character that um, she was able to like be very personal with, but like there was a level of distance uh, between. Yeah. Um, and this is just like, ah, it's me Janelle. Like, it's like, um which well, is cool I think that's so interesting can i like go into like what Please. my thoughts are about this album yeah, yeah. okay because like there's one kind of like theme that i kind of noticed throughout the entire album and like well i mean there's a lot of themes but like the main one i noticed was um kind of like human complexity um mm. how you can be kind of like all these contradicting things and still be like proud of the fact that like you're so complex and I I don't know like I think that's like the android persona juxtapi juxtaposed juxtaposed shut up <laughs> like, like juxtaposed against like the humanity of like being a you know a different complex person like I feel like is really interesting and like I don't entirely understand how they kind of correlate but maybe that's kind of the point yeah. I don't know if that's not, that might have sounded really pretentious and I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it didn't. Well, I think that that's you know, like the I think point. this juxtapizes with this and like just... Yeah, once you say the word juxtapize, it's over. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and you lost 10 pretentious points. So yeah, I'm done. You. Yeah, I need to drop out as well. It all yeah, evened out. Over. You are hashtag canceled. Your career is over. I, later, guys. <laughs> Sorry. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I was thinking about the complexity thing. And then I was also thinking about her, like, Android kind of persona that she has throughout all of her music. And I was interested about the connection kind of between the two. I don't know. Hmm. If that makes any sense. Well, um, I'll talk about this a little short. I'll talk about this a little bit where like, have you seen the emotion picture she put out with this album? No, like, the I was little... going to bring that up. It's, ugh, I don't, I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? Yeah. Uh, like, go ahead. I, I was just going to say it's really good. It's really um, good. I feel like I should have I, before coming to this. It's fine. That's okay. Um, I, watched I it started watching it before, but I just watched the full thing for the first time today, nice. like right before recording. Oh, that. same. So, same. Yeah. How long is it? It's like fifty uh, minutes. Yeah. Is it? Is yeah, it just like, it's, it's the whole album or something like that? It's like pretty much. So the concept of the. Uh, it's not the al- whole album. It actually skips around a little bit. There, um, like oh. it doesn't include the title track. Um, it uh, doesn't include the. Um, entirety of some of the tracks doesn't include Stevie's dream. Like I'm, I'm steamed, or Jane's dream. I'm steamed about that. Like I, I, I almost considered walking out of the the my apart my you know where I live, like because they didn't include Stevie's dream. You're gonna call I was just Stevie's like so one, Stevie Wonder and be like, hey, disrespect. Hey, hey. I would I would call him and say, hey, disrespect. Just hang up. That and he'd be like, how do you get like, this? How do you like, get are this Are you number? disrespecting me? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, like, so the concept of the um, the uh, video, the emotion picture, which is a fun pun, hashtag that. fan culture, um, where she um, is basically <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Sorry. I sneeze. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You interrupted me. That was very I rude. The the album is like um the 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 movie is basically like um she Janelle Monet is living in they're living in this like dystopian future that's like kinda half San Junipero, half Handsmaid's Tale. And wow. where it's like um they basically capture all these like um all these like you know, queer people like having fun and just like hanging out and whatever and like converting them to like personality lists, like genderless like robots and just like, oh. you know, taking away anything that made them like unique or like special or different and just like making them like conforming them to this like what just like basically an android, basically a hauled out shell of a person. And it's really and like and the the whole the music and that the way they incorporate the music videos is that like in order to like kind of make them conform they wipe out their memories and so like the music videos are like the memories Jan- Jan- like Janelle's characters like memories and such uh, which is like it's a really cool Ooh. really cool like very like straight across the plate like pretty good it's like a pretty great um, visual album I think. Um, I definitely need to check that out. Yeah. What do you think of it, Ezra? Like, like just like general impressions, and then we'll kind of get into. Um, 
I really enjoyed it. I thought that it uh, did a good job of um, conveying the theme that, like, Olivia was talking about of, uh, like, juxtaposing <laughs> um, <Damn>. the... <laughs> The um, human and, like, the, um, like, rawness of it all, I guess, with the more, uh, like, technical um, computer stuff, Mm -hmm. um, which is just something that she does a lot on the regular album, like, Mm -hmm. uh, the title, like, Take a Bite. Um, And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought that... It was really good. I loved uh, Tessa Thompson being in there and that kind of being um, her coming out about their relationship at the time. Um, Yeah, I I think Tessa Thompson is so talented. So good. Like she's awesome. um, Yeah, I'll just quickly go through like my preconceived notions of her. Like it's very similar to Olivia's. I had like no read. Like actually the first time I listened to one of her songs was um, in this pot for this podcast. Like we like Ezra chose it as her like um, playlist choice for our first episode, and I really it, it was make me feel, and I really really like that oh. song. So um, and then it's just like soon after like we actually like record we actually were going to do a dirty computer episode with a different guest, but that episode didn't fall through. <gasps> um, so I listened to it before I listened to it and like just been a fan ever since. Um, but like she's like so like she I feel like. Um, so talented like it's very so versatile um mm-hmm. i am a like something i'm a, like a sucker for like great core choreography and like her videos always have like her um i know you, ezra you're not like the hugest colbert fan but like her performance on the the late okay, show i love colbert i just and i love him a lot more than like other late show hosts yeah but i just acknowledge that he is problematic and he hasn't acknowledged that he's problematic so yeah oh, I like but <laughs> i just don't i don't support people who have had such a like strong history of transphobia and refuse to um, even acknowledge that it was a thing yeah. I don't even watch his shows. So I don't know, but damn. Well, anyways, like it, the the her performance but, on that yeah. show is great. Is all okay. I'm trying to say. <laughs> like that's that's literally it. Ooh, <laughs> it's a good tangent. <laughs> so let's get into the album right after this right break. Bop a da ba da bop. This episode of I've Been Mean to Listen to That is sponsored by I Hate You Too. That's right. I-B-M-T-L-T-T is sponsored by I-H-H-U-2. <laughs> oh, it's fun. I Hate You Too is a comedy web series about two trashy millennial roommates dishing out the love and the hate. Allie and Kevin may think they have golden futures ahead of them in Chicago, but only if they, if they can navigate their psycho mid-twenties. <laughs> oh, man. It's my life. Except for the part of me being named Kevin and Allie, and except the part of me living in Chicago, I am in my mid-twenties. I don't have a golden future. And I don't have a best friend. I hug my pillow at night, pretending it's a person. So, this show is created, written, and directed by Allie Wessel and Kevin Blair, filmed and edited by Jeff Haney, and music is by Jackson Red and Montauk. 
wow, what a stellar ensemble. Like, if I was to assemble the next A-Team movie, these are the guys I would look to. Not Mr. T. <laughs> Spilling tea over here. Uh. Uh, so, uh, you can watch season one on YouTube right now. It's six episodes, about ten minutes each. And, uh, it has a lot of UIUC alum actors who now live in Chicago. So if you want to say, hey, what's that Chicago alum Mindy Shore or Jordan Glees or Marlene Slaughter up to? You could check out this web series and see what they're up to and be like, hey, that's what they're up to. And hey, what they're up to is actually something really great. And I'm proud of them and I love them, even though I live so far apart from them. So check out I Hate You Too on YouTube today or tomorrow but preferably today <laughs> okay and we're back here to talk about dirty computer by janelle monet dirty computer that's what happens when i turn on neopets after 9 p.m am i right ew that's past my bedtime. So anyway, <laughs> getting into the title track, um, which features uh, Brian Wilson of Beach Boys of the fame. Beach Boys. Yeah. Of all random people? Yes. <laughs> she finally got one of the boys. She secured a Beach Boy. Not to be confused with the boy on the beach that she has in the video. <laughs> is that the See, title? Of the, is that the guy's name? <laughs> like, boy on beach? <laughs> Like, is that his Well, credit? he doesn't have a name in there, so... Uh, <laughs> okay, so let's, um... Hold on, I want to actually look up this fact. Um, uh, okay, okay, I got it. So, um, like, in, uh, in Blank Check, the podcast, they're doing an episode about Mars Attacks, and um, it's a Tim Burton film, like, with Jack Nicholson, Glenn Close... Danny DeVito about like space aliens. It was like a really weird, cool movie. But like, um, Danny DeVito's in it, and like, it when you said like the guy plays like man on beach, it reminds me of like the story they told where like Danny DeVito is credited as like rude gambler. <laughs> like that's his. <laughs> they didn't give him a name. They just like, <laughs> and Danny DeVito as rude gambler. <laughs> My dream role. <laughs> Uh, anyways, can you imagine like Danny DeVito like prepping for this role? Okay, okay, he's rude. He's a gambler. Like, what's his what's his story? Like, we gotta get into. <laughs> I love Danny. Just, like DeVito. method so... acting. <laughs> Danny, you've been rudely gambling for six months before the production. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Okay, dirty computer. Um, it's a good lot. It's a good song. I like it. Next time. So I feel oh like God. to understand, like, be, like I feel like to talk about Dirty Computer, we should mention the, like, I don't know what her definition is of the album title and everything, because mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. she's mentioned that in interviews. So what she said about it is, we come from dirt and when we transition out, uh, we go back to dirt. Where CPUs, our brains are uploading, downloading, transmitting, passing back and forth information. And with all computers, you got your bugs, you got your viruses, but are those negatives, positives, features, or not? Mm -hmm. 
I think it's a conversation I want to have with us as a society, as human beings, about what it means to tell somebody that their existence, either they're queer, minorities, women, poor, makes you have bugs and viruses. It's about embracing these Shit. things, even if it makes others uncomfortable. Wow. Yeah, well, I think like, that kind of defines the entire album. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, that is very much the thesis of her album. So, yeah. like, I also read somewhere along the lines of this song is kind of her, like, reaction to, like, whenever people say, oh, like, all gay people are going to hell. Uh, she, like, I under, my understanding oh. is, like, she was raised in a religious environment and has a lot of, confl like, conflicted feelings about where she came from. Um, well, yeah, and that makes sense why it took her so long before she uh, actually came out so publicly. She came out so publicly and also, like, did an album like this that was, like, so personal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it's also so, like, for the most part, really prideful, too. Um, yeah. It's a, it's a lot. It's really celebratory, I think. But there's a couple songs, like, I think including Dirty Computer, like, the, the first track, where she seems a little bit like she's looking for approval or, like, she's asking for approval. Even yeah, though like, later in the album, she's like, wait a second. Like, I'm already proud of, like, who I am. Like, I don't need... You know, that's kind of the vibe so I got. Let's, let's talk about, well, let's follow Janelle's lead a little bit and talk about the, like, let's get into it. Like, do you think people are inherently broken is what I wrote down. <laughs> like, <laughs> whoa. Do you, like, that's I a, think that she's not commenting on people inherently being broken as much. Like, I don't think that that is even a conversation that she is trying to have as much as, like, that that's how people view it um yeah like that's yeah it, yeah people may look at you as if you're broken as if something makes you lesser um just because it makes you unique in any sort of way but like those people's thoughts don't necessarily make that true mm -hmm. yeah it's it's like i don't think there's like I don't want to get into this too much because it's not like funny or good. <laughs> it's not funny in any way, but like, I don't think people are like to, to like kind of like reduce someone to like, Oh, like you're, you're broken or, Oh, like this makes you like sinful or whatever. It's like very reductive. And it's like, mm -hmm. it's not the complete picture of like who, who anyone, like, I think like Janelle Monet would be the first to admit that she has flaws. Janelle Monet would be the first to admit that she has insecurities and like maybe like in the song don't like don't judge me she's she's kind of like scared that like oh i'm being too needy or i'm being too like i i need approval too much mm -hmm. and it's just like it's again yeah it's just like when people say things like oh like because you're gay you're going to hell it's just like a i think it's just like a really huge misunderstanding of like <laughs> human nature or, or like anything like that it's it's mm -hmm. very when in reality we're like kind of like we're 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 good we're, we're like my mom would say something along the lines of like we're all like sinners saints and sufferers where we're all we're all three of those things at the same time where we're good we're bad but also bad has been afflicted on us and I, I, uh, maybe it's not 
I don't know. Um, the 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 song is like kind of like about like how she like she's reckoning with this like shit like this these ideas that were presented to her as a youth, and uh, she's kind of like the line text message God up in the sky. Oh, if you love me, won't you please reply? Like that, mm-hmm. she's kind of like wrestling with that of like, I've been told like, how can there be a God if like who loves me if, you know, he's going to judge me for who I am. And, well, yeah, but she's also saying like, won't you please reply as in like, she's not getting any answers from God or anything. So it's just like, yeah you can't trust that you kind of have to trust like what society is telling you and stuff. And when society is telling you, Oh, like you're less than because you're, you know, you're gay or you're black or like, or you're a woman or whatever, then it's like, it's hard to like not internalize that and like be insecure about it. I think. Um, so I think that's mm. why she's like looking for approval, but like not getting any answers. So like she had, kind of has to be like, okay, fuck it. I'll just like love myself for who I am. Yeah. I think that's, that's yeah. good. I think that's kind of this entire album is about that um, journey a little bit. Um, It's about like her uh, relationship with um, the world, with God, like with uh, herself um, and figuring out like what voices do and don't matter when it comes to like who she is. Yeah. Um, When I text message God, I'm always like you up. Because he's in heaven or whatever. Yeah, that's great. Um, so-, <laughs> <laughs> so crazy classic life. Yes, let's get into yeah, that. That's, uh, that's the next <laughs> song. That's my favorite reaction to any joke I've ever made. <laughs> yep, moving on. Sounds good. Yep. <laughs> so like the this track begins with like a little bit of like a, um, a MLK like quote like an mlk recording um where it's basically like you told us that these truths to be self-evident that all men and women were created equal and that they are endowed by the creator with certain unalienable rights among these are life liberty and the pursuit of happiness Mm -hmm. so like this is like mlk saying this like this is from um i think i really like how um the it's kind of the album's kind of bookended with like two like speeches from like prominent like reverence of like yeah how it's still like this is still like we're still kind of dealing with the same the the african-american people are still dealing with like the same issues and um but also like um not to get too ahead a little bit but like um the pastor in americans is more inclusive where he's like He's MLK is talking about just like men and women, blah, blah, blah. But also like then it's like updated where he's talking about like Latino people, like black mm-hmm. women, like queer people, like it, having their equal rights. I just think that's a really cool like parallelism there. Juxtapise. Yeah. <laughs> I think another thing that like bookends the album, like from this song to um, the last track is that, like, they're both kind of more, like, fun and upbeat, which I think is interesting. Um, Mm. Because they both have, like, those really political, like, speeches and stuff in them, but they're also, like, both kind of, like, upbeat. Like, yeah, this is my dream kind of life. So, and I think, like, in the middle is where it's a little bit more different. Mm -hmm. Like, this song, um, I felt was about, like, oh, this is 
how she like dreams to live, you know, like yeah. how she feels she deserves to live. Um, like if, I can't remember like any of the exact lyrics or anything. But if this was like a musical, about, like, it, this would be freedom. like the the I want song. Like this is the goal. I yeah, think. like I think she's kind of trying to say trying to say like that everybody kind of wants to live um, freely, like without any like judgment or anything. But like we also live in a world where we're so like monitored and controlled and like in a society where like people are trying to control like what other people are doing and and like how that's not that's really restricting on our lives you know when Mm. in reality we should just be able to just just live yes yeah that's basically the song it's just just let me live yeah like and uh, like the um thing that like janelle monet i think i read an interview of her and forgive me if i'm uh, misquoting it in any way, but like I think, um, sh- she said the aim of the album was, was it like was to like change minds and was to, uh, breed empathy, uh, for people who might not understand right away or people who mm-hmm. are having a harder time with it. And I think that's like such a brave, noble goal. Like that is yeah. She's, well, I think that's so. She doesn't owe that to anyone. Exactly. But she's so like, uh, she's so empathetic. Like as you said, and she, um, she's so matter of fact and blunt throughout the entire album. But she's not breeding hate towards anybody. Yeah. Um, and like it's actually quite the opposite. Like she's trying to appeal to these people. Um on the terms of like we're the same we want the same things like why can't you just let me live i let you live yeah yeah i think that's like kind of going back to what andrew said like that's i think an important way to do it is like trying to appeal to like people who don't agree with you or like people who see you as lesser than like trying to kind of like convince them because if you're just making you know like music or art or like political statements or whatever if you're just like gearing them towards people who already agree with you like you're not gonna change any minds which i think a lot of um a lot of people do like on all sides of like the political spectrum which but is really i think annoying that um if you are um like if you are a victim of oppression you don't owe your oppressors any sort of uh explanation or like patience for those types of things either like yeah it's it's, okay to like 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 metonymy is okay and that's just a different thing than what she's doing yeah by like bluntly explaining like who you are and what you're doing without like attacking in any way or like showing or like being dangerous and it just being like hey like i'm here like this is what i'm like and like, that's just how I'm going to be. And we want the same things by like saying it that way. It's just kind of like, I feel like that's more um, human and more like anybody can relate to no matter like whether you agree with them or not, or if you're the same as them or not. Um, the, um, the So the end of the music video in the visual album, um, after the song plays and it's basically like them, like just hanging out, like queer people, just like queer black people just like hanging out and like you know loving each other and stuff and like having a good time and then like the the future police come and like kind of take him away and like like start like beating him up and whatever it's just like 
you, you didn't you didn't have to do that you don't have to do you don't have to do that like it's so um yeah it's like you're not doing anything wrong even if you yeah. again like don't go it's too real. <laughs> you, yeah it's this oh. like don't go if you don't like it like it's like ugh. yeah basically ugh. um also something that i wanted to point out uh that's interesting like in talking about the um violence versus nonviolence, is uh how she references a um, very famous like MLK speech at the beginning of this, but then she also references a Malcolm X speech in the middle of it. And oh, so uh, that's like, I don't know. I think that that's great how she's like validating both types of protest. But yeah. yeah, that's just something that I wanted to mention that like, I think it's cool that she nods to that. Yeah. Interesting. Wow. Like uh, that, I didn't notice that. That's really dope. I, uh, one more line I like is, um, her rapping, her rapping at the, her bars, <laughs> I yeah. sound yes. so white, but like, her bars <laughs> are fire. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> no, like her, her, her rapping is really incredible and very versatile too. Like we'll get into it during Django Jane, but like, um, in the, mm-hmm. this is like the first time, like she like kind of like raps on the album and uh, I really love the line, like, I was kicked out, said I'm too, because they said I'm too loud, kicked out, said I'm too proud, but all I ever really felt was stressed out. Like, that, that, that I just, like, that kind of, like, puts that, um, those two idea like, you know, I'm proud, but I'm also tired, and, like, like, yeah. anxious all the time, and, like, this is, this, this is, like, this is not a game, it's, like, so, like, this is serious. Yeah, like, you can be all of the above. Yeah. And it's, like, stressful to have to keep proving yourself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, let's get into Take a Bite. Or Bite. Or whatever. Take a uh, Bite. Bite. Wordplay. Because uh, puns are by pan culture, so... <laughs> we own puns, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> so, so, by the way, I want to apologize to the, the pan audience for any uh, appropriation I did in the in this um in this conversation <laughs> i was a younger more reckless man and i apologize for my actions evolved since it's okay yeah. as a certified pan i give you permission <laughs> yeah finally <laughs> it's appreciation <laughs> okay um so um okay so the janelle monet quote about this album was um i'll read this one this time is where CPUs, our brains are uploading, downloading, transmitting, passing back and forth information. And with all computers, you got your bugs, you got your viruses, but are those negative, positive features or not? I think it's a conversation mm-hmm. I want. Wait, did I read this? Oh shit! No, oh, we read this. Okay, sorry. This is the I exact this, same No, sorry, sorry, sorry. I thought this was a different quote. I'm just gonna let you keep going. Uh, so sorry. I thought this was a different quote. I mean, it's worth repeating, but okay. this is only the third song. Apologize. So apologize. Okay. Um. Okay, I thought this was a different quote because, like, I think I read something very similar. That's like different. Oh well. It was so similar. It was the same. <laughs> We're gonna cut all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, take a bite. It's a very, it's a very fun, sexy time. Wait, can we talk about how this one? Please. This one was like super funky in the be- like especially in the beginning. It felt like it was like an eighty, like late seventies, early eighties bop. Yes, that's what I liked about. I it. feel like she <laughs> does a really good job, but like uh, transcending era. Mm-hmm. Well, th- when I uh, discovered that Prince worked on this album, I was like, that makes so much sense. 
Yes. It's like, <laughs> like oh. Make Me Feel has so yeah. much yes. Prince influence. That sounds, uh, oh, I guess we can get that, to that later. But like, there's like a Prince song that sounds like, exactly like that. Well, not exactly. Kiss? Like, yes! Sorry, <laughs> I couldn't think of what it was called. But it's like one of the most popular songs. Where he's like, dun na 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 uh. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. That's a great song. <laughs> anyway, that's yeah. a different song. <laughs> uh, uh, there's no kissing on that song. I wish they. I wish there was more kissing on that song. Yeah, you know, Kiss isn't even featured on that song. Little yeah. known Oof. fact. <laughs> Kiss. So, <laughs> like the band Kiss isn't featured yes. on that song. <laughs> I'm so Kiss mad. Featuring I, Kiss. I. Uh, I. Uh, I like, um, what's it called? I texted the Prince Estate and I said, disappointed. I wrote like, hey, disappointed. Hey, disrespect. I like to imagine that Andrew just uh, texts and calls, like he somehow gets all of these like numbers that he shouldn't have access to. And he like texts and calls just things without context, like disappointed, like... Uh, disrespect <laughs> appropriation. And I text God, you up. Paul Stanley's like, why is this? Why are you yeah. <laughs> Okay. So. God's like, how did you get this number? No, it's like, it's like, it's <laughs> scene. Who it's like, it's like the scene <laughs> thing. <laughs> it's like the three bubbles that show up and then stops. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, <laughs> uh, take a bite. Uh, I don't really have a lot to say about this. I already said my my great quote on it. <laughs> yeah. I like, I mean, I, well, like I said, I like the funky part of it. Because, like, I'm really, like, I really like funk mm-hmm. and, like, music and stuff like that. And kind of a, a lot of music that's, like, going in it's that direction. It's good. It's funky. Yeah. Um, I know. It's so fun to dance to. But, like, this one, she talks a lot about, um, well, sex, obviously. Um what? And kind of like owning your sexuality, which Wait. is kind of another theme of the album. But I guess she kind talks of about under. sex on this album? Yeah, spoiler alert. Oh. Um, <laughs> hey, man, I was getting through. I was on the third song. Hey, I'm not sure that we can continue with this. I feel like it's too edgy for our very, very S- Christian should I, like, audience. Can you uh, bleep out the word sex every time I say it? No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, well, beep. Um. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. If you won't bleep it out, then you just bleep as you. I'll just go. say bleep. Oh, so it's she, gonna be fun oh, to listen she to. Owns, like, she's we'll... like owning her bleep bleepuality. Bleepuality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, kind of being proud of it and being like, yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I like the shout out to therapy. Aw, that's that's nice. Ayo. <laughs> therapy is so important for so many queer people. Like, therapy is queer culture. <laughs> you got a lot. You're taking therapy too? <laughs> okay. We can't have puns or therapy. The two nope. <laughs> suffer. <laughs> you can have it, but only under queer supervision. <laughs> okay, so I don't know. Any other thoughts on this one? I don't really have a lot to say. I think it's it, it's just like fun to like you know, bop around to. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's funky. It's fresh. Any, <laughs> <laughs> any other funky thoughts? fresh beats. Funky fresh bops from Jenna Monet. 
Um, okay. That's yeah, what this album should have been called. <laughs> it's funky. It's fresh. Um, Jane's Dream. It's an instrumental. It's pretty good. Yes. I don't like John Bryan did it. Uh, I love John Bryan. Uh, such a great. He's like a film composer guy. Oh, didn't he? He did. Um... Uh, Eternal Sunshine. Eternal Sunshine. He also did Late Registration by Kanye West. Um, that entire album, I feel, is his best one. Um, yeah, he's just really talented. Um, I, like, I see, I'm always I know, excited I know when he shows up. I know film scores. That's, that's my expertise right there. <laughs> nice. Okay, so let's um, talk about Screwed. So um, there's a this quote. This is one of my favorites. There's a quote here. We're CPUs. Our brains are uploading. <laughs> Downloading. Transmitting. <laughs> Okay. Wait, guys, guys. Um, this song talks about uh, sex as well. Just fair warning. Like, no. (laughs) So this is also, um, bleep, bleep you all, bleep, bleep you all, pride. (laughs) And I wrote down in this. Like in my notes, I just wrote down "funky" in all caps with an exclamation point. It's funky. It's fresh. Like I put "funky," one of my faves. You're <laughs> really in depth. So um, the chorus is, um, "You fucked up the you fucked the world up. Now we'll fuck it all back down." So, so yes. The the thesis that's like the thesis statement of the song is like, um, yeah. and like kind of like what they're writing around in like what do you, what do you guys think of that? Well, I like how she's, like, using, like, you know, screwing and, like, fucking things up. Like, how that can mean two different things. Like, it can mean, yeah. like, oh, like, our world is so fucked up. Like, it's messed up. Versus, like, yeah. literal fucking, like, I having sex. I feel like sex. she loves the wordplay so much. Yeah. She, another support for the uh, pan culture. <laughs> <laughs> can can yeah, you just, like, like she's, can um, you just, like, make a list of everything that's pan culture so that we'll know? I'm kidding. Yes, we'll put it in the comments. <laughs> put it in the show notes. Um, in the show notes, yes. Uh, yeah, um, like, she's kind of saying, like, you know, our world and our society is so fucked up, so, like, why can't we just, like, be free? Like, it's kind of that same motif of, like, you know, everything is, is so fucked. Like, let's just fuck around. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, I, I'll say about this song, it, like, toes the line of nihilism, but d- isn't, I feel. A little. Because, because it's like the idea of like, oh, everything's bad. Let's just like, you know, like. Yeah, like she's not well, direct. Let's doink like each other off or whatever, you know. I feel like it's that. But then there's also the element of like uh, love being this healing property and like sex being this healing property mm-hmm. and uh, just being yourself um, being like what like will fix is. things. Yeah. Like, we'll put water in your guns and stuff and, like, things like that. Like Yeah, that's cute. I like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, so what do you guys think of that sec- that bridge? Um, I thought that was interesting. I wasn't entirely sure how to interpret it. The genius kind of page um, writes, we're CPUs. Our brains are uploading. Downloading. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. No, no. The, the genius page, like, you basically, like... Um, it's like um, it says something along the lines of for heterosexual men, women have the power to grant sexual access and satisfaction. Women have used sex to, sex to gain power, which is like 
But like, I hate that ideal. <laughs> yeah, it's like I don't like, but like the genius annotation says, I, I I don't know if she agrees with this like herself. Um, but that's what that's what like is kind of like an interpretation of it, which is well, I think it's just kind of like you know women are so like suppressed and controlled, um. So it's like you know one thing that we do have power and control over is like our own desires and sexual like sexuality. So kind of mm. owning that in a way is pow- is a access to power in some way. Like sex, if done right, it's like a relationship. It's like, you know, give and take. Um, sex, so- if done right. <laughs> <laughs> that was a weird thing to say. Andrew, our resident sex expert. <laughs> sex expert. <laughs> oh, man. Uh- <laughs> I'm very insightful. Like... Um, no. Yeah, I only know how to have sex wrong, sorry. <laughs> uh, but, like, it's, like, there is, like, um, there is, like, a weird, like, in our patriarchal society, it is, like, you know, in, it's me- it's messed up how, like, men use it as, like, a way to, like, exert power. But, like, yeah. it could be, like, I could see it being empowering to say, like, no, it's also, you know, we... <laughs> This is empowering for us too. Like this is like empowering for us as well. Um, but I don't. I don't really. I don't really know what. There's to just take like out a. There's it, a really. double standard. There. Yeah, I don't That's really know really. what to take out of this. Um, but like, before we go into the next song, yes. Can I transition to the next song because I am obsessed with how the screwed and then Django Jane how they like flow right into each other. Yes, so good. <laughs> oh my so god, good. I. Not every time albums do that. <laughs> That's a question we ask all our guests is like, did you not? <laughs> like, did you not between these two songs? Yeah, because like it, they just flow so well into each other. And I was like, oh, so oh good. Um, that made me happy. <laughs> so um, Django Jane, it's um, sh- the thesis of this to me is like she's not for male consumption. Yeah, something I thought it was like really about was... Um, well, like the more that's like the more positive spin on it, like a more negative thing that I kind of got out of it was like she kind of talks about like all these good things and all these accomplishments and like about having all these accomplishments, but still being doubted and silenced because yes. of like her race or like her gender or her sexuality, you know, like these things that are out of her control, like are kind of suppressing the things that she like she talks about yeah, she talks sense. about how um uh, she she talks about how like it, when when she like you know when she has like the sparkly outfits or whatever like when she's like a music pop star like she's like a musician and like a art like a well known artist like but then she'll like take off like the makeup and like just like go to the store or whatever and she's like just a black woman not not just but like she's just she's like and like she's kind of like like that's what she's like reduced yeah yeah to. exactly. And that's kind of like she, she then like um, she she kind of uses that to like fuel the anger in this song. Um, this is mm-hmm. this song rules. I love it so much. Um, it's punchline rap that works. Like usually punchline rap is like, yo, I'm as fly as an eagle. I bark like a beagle. I, I'm a yes man. I, I'm uh, I love you, man. Like Jason Siegel or whatever. Like it's just like no cohesion. Yeah, I don't really listen. No to co. 
I don't listen to enough rap. There's to know. no cohesion. It's just like, you know, just okay. like uh, rat tat tat. Like, like did you lines. listen to the episode where we talked about camp? Talked about what? Camp, the childish camp. Yeah, childish Gambino is like the like he used to do that. Like Yeah, yeah there's like specifically one song where he does that that like I just do not care for <laughs> that I shared my thoughts about a lot in that episode. But yeah, uh, right that's on. like one that's one instance of it done poorly. It's just like, look at me, I'm so clever. But she like seamlessly uh, does like very clever like punchlines and then just quickly like moves on from it like one thing to the next. Mm-hmm. Like there are so many good mm-hmm. lines in this. Yeah, this is it's incredible. Um, it tells a story. It tells a story, and it's like. Um, it's in it's anthemic. It's um you know, like the Childish Gambino song, like Bonfire, I think is what we're talking about. It's like it's a cool song. Like I think it's cool, but like um it's not you're not gonna like listen to it other than like, you know, entertainment value. Not really. Um but for this it's like, oh, this is like this is a larger thing. This is like anthemic, this is like representative of like this is bigger than just the song itself. Um, yes. I like Jane Bond, never Jane Doe. Yes. Um, that's, mm-hmm. that's, and how she One calls it Jane, good lines, Jane but yeah. Bond, like instead of like James. Um, yes. Uh, <laughs> cut him off like Van Gogh. So it's, that's really funny. Got um, away with murder, no scandal. Cue the violence and violas. <laughs> Um, oh, I got! I just got that one. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's actually. Oh, okay. That makes me like it so much more. But like, even like the title is like Django Jane. Like the D is silence. Like that's really funny. <laughs> like, um, she also like shouts out, you know, her working class parents, um, you know, and how like the 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 thing that's a little more profound in this song is like. Um, how they're kind of like kept in the back of the store and like we're not hidden anymore basically and that's like really like that's really powerful to me um i think it's a good song um let's get into the next song pink yeah is there a reason it's spelled like that i i think it's supposed to be differentiating it from like just pink like it's got is it a- like a gen like a because, like, you know, there's, like, women spelled with a Y for a reason okay. I don't know. Yeah, but that's to separate women it from spelled men. With y. Women spelled with Y is for transphobic reasons, though. Oh, God. Um, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Janelle Monet is not doing that here as much. And, like, this song uh, has rubbed me the wrong way at times because of all the vaginal imagery, um, but mm. how it's about women and... That's just very, uh, that feels very trans-exclusionary to me, but um, looking a little bit closer at it, I don't, like, I definitely don't think that that's her point. And uh, I think that that's actually um, probably part of the reason that she spells it that way is to, like, differentiate it a little bit. Like, it's, um, pink isn't necessarily about just the things that she's talking about. It's not just about vaginas, Um it's uh, much more than that. And like womanhood is much more than that. Well, uh, this actually transitions nicely into the line, because boy, it's cool if you got blue. We, um, it, And also the line, um, 
pink, like the inside of your maybe. So like th the way that li that that line's supposed to be about like how your genitalia doesn't define your sexual, mm -hmm. like your gender at all, like and yeah, how she's at, being like, inclusive like, in that way. At surface value, like at face value, it looks like she is just associating those things and like being a little bit lazy with her feminism. But then uh, once you actually like look at the lyrics and sit down and like study it more, like you realize that that's uh, antithetical to a lot of what she's saying here. Um, yeah. Like I didn't, I, well, I didn't really like this song to be honest, but like, um, it's Grimes. I, <laughs> I don't know who that is. Um, that's, but I don't know what she did in the song, even. Uh, she produced it. She also sings in the last chorus. Yeah, okay. Uh, like, I don't know, like, the main thing I kind of got out of it was that, like, she was kind of saying, like, you know, things that are stereotypically um, feminine, like, aren't necessarily lesser, and, like, it doesn't, like, I don't know, it would kind of just give a voice to things that are, like, I, like, I, I think it was a kind of a commentary on just stereotypes in general. That's kind of what I got of it. That might be kind of a stretch, but like, because <laughs> like people kind of associate things that are more feminine with being like weaker or lesser than. Um, but she's yeah, kind of saying like, no, it's not. It's not like that. I don't know. Like, I don't when know. you say it like that, I think it's kind of cool. But what makes, I don't know what if that's makes what you like kind of dislike it? Like, oh, just like, I guess like just musically. musically <laughs> I, don't know. Okay. I was just like, oh no, 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 no. care for it. I get that. I like the way she goes, da 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 Like, the, the way she, like, kind of changes her voice in that section. Yeah, like I said, like, I'm more, like, that's that's a super, like, repetitive, like, rhythmic thing. I like things that are more, like, this is melodic. This is the song with the, um, no the vulva pants that she wears. Yes. Uh, I'm looking at this picture right now, and I'm, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't wear it, but okay. <laughs> like there's, there's um I don't know like um get the, I, I I can I can respect it I, I I found um I like how it's like um it's sexual but not like overly sexualized I think that's really interesting how that's done um mm -hmm. but yeah it, this it, if anything this is just a this is just a testament to her versatility of like how she's able to do like a hard as nails like rap verse and then sing something like this which is like more delicate sure like yeah yeah really good like she's her we, we i cannot like stress how good her singing voice is um yeah she has mm -hmm. so much range Ugh. and like um and i don't want to like compare her with anyone like but like um a parallel like no i'm not gonna say that okay let's keep going um so uh, actually, this would be a good time to cut to a break. Hey, it's Ezra, the co-host of the podcast I co-host. How's it going, buddy? It's going pretty good. Oh, man, Ezra, what happened to your voice? Oh, not much. It's just I was, uh, you know, in those nature documentaries, how cats lick their, their young well, I tried to do that with my cats, but my cats had uh, polyps on their on their scalps, so I have the polyps in my throat now. Oh man, I'm sorry, Ezra, but I know we'll cheer you up. A web series called Delivered. Wow, this this 
this the prospect of watching a new web series created by independent creators has really put a pall over my existential dread. Delivered is a six-episode web sitcom following Corey, a college student and delivery driver who's wandering aimlessly through his life. Wow, Andrew, that sounds like a certain co-host of this podcast I know. <laughs> okay, Ezra, calm down. Uh, here's the thing, Ezra. Do you want to hear the thing? Yes, I want to hear things. I'm a big fan of things. I love Dr. Seuss. Well, it's got jokes. It's got gags. It's even got a little bit of hearts. Wow, what a cool thing. Who does this web series star? Well, it stars Ryan Luzzo, Kimmy Schofield, Kadeem Fuller, and Danielle Monson. Wow, those are literally my favorite people in the whole universe! <laughs> oh, and don't wait until you hear who it's directed by. Who is it? I'm flying at the seat in my pants with anticipation! Well, it was directed by Nick Morse and the music. <laughs> oh, the music! It's by Sunny Tor and it's Push Soul Collective. So, you can find the web series on Facebook and YouTube by searching Delivered Web Series into the search engine. And by the time you're hearing this ad, all six episodes will be available for your viewing pleasure. Now I'm getting amped up. Wow, we finally something we agree on, even though... We, the premise of this podcast is us disagreeing on most things. We can both agree that Delivered is a great web series and we should both watch it. Yeah. Let's go hand in hand and watch this web series together. In a platonic sense, but together. I love you, buddy. I'm indifferent to you. Hey, and we're back, everybody. Uh, here to talk about... Dirty computer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> the next song is make me. <laughs> the next song is make me feel. Uh, the best fucking song. Yes. I when a here's when a song is good. I just feel like there's not a lot to say other than it's good and it's it just. Would you say it makes you fe- make me feel good? <laughs> it made me feel good. That was weak. <laughs> I tried. <laughs> uh, uh, this is the one that feels like the Prince song the most. This is like I think uh, it's supposedly Prince contributed the baseline for this song. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But which is um yeah I fucking love this song. Uh, so good. I love yeah, pretty like good. Uh, pretty good. What? what it's pretty good, yeah. What? Olivia, you are hereby canceled. <laughs> uh, oh my god, did I use the wrong adverb in front of good? Yes. Yes. It's, it's beautifully good. good. It's real good. It's real, real good, guys. Uh, I wrote down sexy and funky. Yes. That, those uh, are better adjectives. Yeah, it's... Okay, it's, it's pretty sexy and pretty funky. Yeah. <laughs> um... The other thing I feel like we need to like give props to is her dancing. It's in the music oh video and any yes. live performance. This music video is, gives me so much life. It oh is God. like you got to check him out. Like it's so like <laughs> any and I And Tessa Thompson in this music video is ugh. Oh my gosh. Yes. It the, the it it gives me like Sandra Perro vibes of um that Black Mirror episode. 
Um, that's my favorite Black Mirror episode. That's a good one. Um, um, one thing that I really love uh, is the pre-chorus. Um, she says, it's like I'm powerful with a little bit of tender and emotional mm. sexual bender. Mess me up. Yeah, but no one does it better. There's nothing better. Um, Ooh, that's, and that's really powerful. Uh, yeah, I... To me, it feels like the biggest like nod to her being pan. Um, mm. It uh, feels like she's commenting a lot on gender presentation there. She's commenting on uh, like gender of her partner, because like being with somebody who uh, is outside the binary is very different than uh, being with a man or with a woman. But like a lot of people view it on those terms like people try to uh, put people in this binary and um i feel mm-hmm. like uh maybe maybe this isn't anything like what she's saying here but this to me as a non-binary person is um something that like meant a lot to me um because like th- the like powerful and a little bit of tender like talking about um just basically how it fucks up like her um gender expression and like gender feels like being with somebody who like being with somebody mm-hmm. who uh is a woman or like that's what she could be talking about or being with somebody who's uh non-binary who like you wouldn't put in like one category or the other um and yeah i just think that i really love that <laughs> Yeah, I wrote. I I really like that line too. Um, I mean, I didn't get the same thing out of it that you did, but I really like what you said. Um, like, I feel like that ties um, back to her theme about like how complex humans are. Like, it's it's not as like simple as like, oh, you're this um, this gender, this race, this sexuality, so you must be this. It's just, people are so complex. Like, you can be all of these things. Like, you can't like. How people try to, like you said, pe- putting people in a box, like just because you're, you know, this gender, that means you're this. Um, you, you can be powerful. You can be emotional. You can be all of these things all in one thing. Like you don't have yeah. to be just one one thing. Yeah, I definitely think that she's commenting on that as well. And like, uh, I feel like the uh, video is like a good uh, presentation of like what she's talking about because of how she plays around Mm. with uh, gender expression. Um, And in general, like her style is so unique and um, it Mm. is not uh, hyper feminine, but it's not like super masculine either. It is all her own. And um yeah i love artists who play really with that, that. like uh prince is an artist who did that a lot it's too bad that like he mm-hmm. got really um queer phobic towards the end of his life but uh so weird it makes no sense <laughs> oh, I yeah. but uh like as far as his like gender expression like his gender expression was very like uh queer in and of itself even it even though like he it wasn't queer um and mm-hmm. Yeah, there are just so many icons that, like, she uh, kind of draws upon, like, in this song alone that uh, play around with uh, gender presentation like that, too. And, yeah, and she talks uh, somewhere else on the album, too, like, when she uh, cut her hair um, and uh, how people said that, like, she looked... uh, well, she talks about it like two different 
spots on the album. Like she says, like, remember uh, when like y'all said I look uh, too mannish or something like that. Um, oh, yeah. And then uh, there's another spot where she talks about like when she uh, cut her hair and uh, the person that she's talking about, like uh, rated her a six um, and a six. How like, like when she started playing around with uh, gender presentation more like it was a little bit more uncomfortable and people did try like um, making her feel shitty for it and like saying that like that's not right that like trying to put her back push her back into her box um and i like that she didn't Mm -hmm. go back into that box and that now she's just embracing Mm -hmm. it more and more yeah can you guys tell that i like this song a lot no (laughs) what really oh uh okay so let's get into i got the juice that's what i say in line when my dad is waiting in line at Jamba Juice, but then actually I have the juice, and then I give it to my dad. That's, that's <laughs> just, sweet that you go to Jamba Juice with your dad. Yeah, I, I love my dad. <laughs> <Have you ever? laughs> um, I'm not going to... This was my least favorite song on the whole Oh, album. same. Yeah. I, I don't um, like Pharrell, so I feel like that probably contributes to it. I think I think he's a talented producer. I thought it was really just like surface level. Like mm, yeah. I didn't really care. <laughs> I mean, honest. it's weird hearing like a male voice on this album. Um, we, yeah, I think he's the only. Oh no, besides like some of the Stevie, but like that's different. I feel like that's a little different. Like because it's just like a voice recording. It's spoken. Um, right. I don't know. It's like Pharrell. Like on one level, it's just like. I think his verse is kind of sexy, um, but it's it's a little just like, um, yeah, it is surface level, but also uh, the, the line, yo, like pee in it. Yeah. Oh, no. Me in it is. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Per- Pharrell starts with a P. So that's why he did that. It's, not, it's oh. the least sexy thing you could ever imagine. Lame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, like, <laughs> wow. it reminds me of like. Do you remember when we were like, um, so in our show tabloid, in my show tab, in our show tabloids, um, we, um, (laughs) there's like a, there's a recurring joke where like one of the characters gets hit in the head, gets hit in the face with like a bag of peas and like, then, then he like kind of comes up and he use, he's using the bag of peas to like, you know, like heal his face. That's the joke. It's very funny. Check it out when it comes out. Spoiler alert. But anyways, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, but, <laughs> but like, um, we were trying to like come up with like the name for the back of peas, and I kept pitching the pea tape. <laughs> oh yeah, I hated that. I kept like I really tried tried to make that. I up. think I was the one who was like, <laughs> yeah, no. You were you were the like the what the the main the voice of reason. Yeah, the voice of reason. <laughs> I mean, yeah, not, you're not wrong. Um, yeah, yeah. It, I'm one. Uh, Janelle Monae talks about how you know Fen- Pharrell's a good ally, so you know, but but like how like, I mean, she, like, trusts, not, like my... she trusts him as a good ally, so that's one thing. But I don't know. Yeah, he's not like my main problem with this song. Yeah. It's just like I think it's just kind of. Bleh. <laughs> It doesn't, it's, it's, it's all right. Yeah. 
Alright, let's keep going. Uh, I like that. I like that. I like that. Okay. Um, I think this this might be one of my favorites. Um, next to, um, I'll, I'll tell you my other favorite when it comes up. But like, this is one of my favorites. Um, it's, yeah, it's just like um, what's it called? Um, it's confidence bred from sadness, and it's mm-hmm. I I and but also like I like how she. has this self-worth that was inherent in her from the very beginning even when people were being haters when when this bully guy was calling her a six out of ten which is yeah fuck that dude like she's pretty much the whole song it's just kind of her saying that like yeah you can be different and you can be complex but and like you can still accept it and like it about yourself yeah um and like, this, you're this cool, makes very, no matter what other people think. Like, if you think you're cool, you're cool. Like, this, this makes the, um, you know, do, like, the complexity of people, like, that theme, like, very explicit. Yeah. Uh, like, you, I'm this, I'm that, I, I, I'm, you know. And I like that. Yeah, like, she's, like, she's a little twisted, but she's able to, like, make, like, these very mainstream hits as well, like, which is, but, yeah. and she's, like, revealing a lot about her sexuality and, gender expression but also like retains a level of secrecy and privacy um yeah what kind of a bully like (laughs) that's a weird way to insult someone like you're a six out of ten (laughs) like (laughs) yeah that's tragic (laughs) yeah yeah it's trash is what it is that's what i thought that you were about to say so oh it is also trash unless you're Yeah. yeah i I would never rate Danelle Monet a six. Like, <laughs> oh no, like a fifteen. She's only got eleven out of twelve. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> like I said, uh, huge crush on her. No, um, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I think that the way that she says "a uh, little sexy" or "a little crazy, a little sexy, a little cool, a little rush, rough around the edges, but I keep it smooth" is very smooth mm. in and of itself. Ew. Yeah, I like that. What was that reaction? <laughs> 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 Oh, we're talking about sex again? What? <laughs> um, don't worry. We're going to bleep every we're instance We're talking about sexuality? Please. <laughs> um, we'll never yeah. know what that, what's behind that bleep. Okay, so... <laughs> um, here's the question I want to pose to you guys, which is a little deeper. Um, the song says something along the lines like, I don't give a fuck if I was the only one. I like that. And... The the one thing, I don't know if I would I would like that. I don't know if I would actually. That's such a interesting. Like, there is a lot of confidence there, but like, I feel like the one piece of solace that I get whenever I'm depressed, whenever I feel alone, or when I feel like sad or whatever, is like I'm not the only one who's ever felt this way. And to be the only one, to be actually be told that, yeah, you're actually the weird one who's never felt this before. Well, there are so many. Sorry, you can go ahead. Oh, okay. I I was just going to say, like, I feel like this is, it might be her kind of like talking to herself, like to empower herself as like. Yeah. um, If I'm in a situation where like. I'm the only one who's different. Like, like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to love myself anyway. But like, I also, there is like an underlying insecurity. That's like, Oh, I don't want to be the only one. 
But like, if that yeah, if I, I happen to that, be that way, then so be it. You know. I think that this song is coming from a very vulnerable place, and she yeah. like is um, being like. I think that, uh, Andrew, at the beginning of this song, you said something about, like, uh, confidence from sadness. And, like, I think that, like, there are huge vibes of that. I think that um, she's not necessarily... Like, I think that this is a specific moment that she's choosing to feel this way or a moment that she just does feel this way. I don't think that... It's not an easy way to feel, like, to uh, just not give a fuck. Um, Mm -hmm. Like, that is... It is a journey to uh, get to a point where you can just truly not give a fuck. Um, And there are moments when you can feel that way. And then there are moments where you jump from this. Like, I don't think that um, the track list is a mistake. I don't think that it's um, just random. I think that her jumping from this to don't judge me is intentional. Like, this is a moment of confidence where she is um very uh like not giving a fuck and um then uh just jumping to like a down note where she um is kind of like uh is this okay kind of vibes to it um Mm. like as if she's asking permission not to be judged right after this. Um, Like, I think that that's very intentional. Um, I think that this is also um, something that is very true to, like, the queer experience, just since that's something that I can speak on, um, is that, uh, like, sometimes all you have is yourself. And I think that... Like, that's something that therapy has taught me more than anything is that, like, uh, sometimes you will be the only one. And, like, you have to you have to remember when it feels like you have no one and, like, there is no one else who uh, is like you and no one else who's with you or on your side. Like, you have to remember that you have yourself and that that is um the that's even more important than having anyone else and so mm-hmm. i think that this is kind of a moment where she's embracing that wow, wow. i like that damn to quote the song title i like that <laughs> uh to quote janelle monet we're CPUs. Our brains are uploading, downloading, <laughs> transmitting, passing back forth. So the next song is called Don't Judge Me. Don't, don't judge me Which for that joke. we're judging Andrew judging hard right now. 100%. Uh, uh, rule of threes, by the way, so I won't do that joke again. I, think I feel like you've done it way more it than three times. Okay, so... What is this, like, the seventh? Don't judge me... You've done it on at least half of these songs. <laughs> Don't judge me was a sleeper hit for me. Like, I, I didn't, like, Don't, really This pay, was my favorite one. I didn't pay this attention to it, like, for a while. Then, like, today, it really struck me. Like, yeah, I really like this one. I listened to, like, when I was listening to it for the first time, it was, like, pretty late at night. I was, like, laying in bed, if you want the whole visual. Um, and this song came on, and I was like, ooh, I feel this. And... It, it really, like, stuck with me because it kind of feels like 
in a this is really like kind of pretentious but it's kind of like what in a way like kind of what love feels like because it's like you kind of um you know wanting love and like knowing that you deserve it but also being a little bit insecure about it um it's like not, yeah it's not pretentious at all like that's like totally like, well i didn't want to say like this song is what love feels like uh, yeah. that's what, i thought you guys would be like ew <laughs> i would say ew for different reasons like that it's pretentious well yeah because she's kind of saying like you know she she knows that she's loved and she loves but like also is worried that like maybe she's being loved for the wrong reasons or, yeah. But also, it, like, wants to be confident about herself, but also is a little bit insecure. And I really like that kind of, like, that back and forth that kind of happens throughout the entire album. Because, again, it goes back to, like, the complexity of, like, you know, being strong, but also being emotional emotional and a vulnerable person. Um, I, I don't know. I think, I think that this, is like, really strong in this song. The It's just so, like, I think this is the most vulnerable song on the record. Like, because oh, absolutely. there's no uptick yeah. in this song. Not really. Like, it's just, like, deep insecurity that, like, you don't love me because of, for me. You love me because, like, because, like you know, the work I put in, the work I put in yeah. presenting myself to you. Right. The work I do to present myself to the world. And it's that con- conflict mm-hmm. of being, like, you know, loved but not known or like known but not loved yeah and like, ooh, that's the, deep i think it's also like there's an element of like um uh religion kind of coming back into this into this song in terms of like uh she calls her desire dirty at one point and like um i think that fear is like i think very innate in you know whether you're religious or not like or maybe probably more so with religious people about like anything you could have, like anything like you know related to sex related to like lust or whatever is dirty and bad mm-hmm. and like well and um, even the, more so if you're queer yeah 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 and yeah and even more so if you're a woman and if you're black yeah it all just compounds yeah. and so like there's this dirtiness put on it by religion but then it just like breaks down more and more and right. like i feel like that's why it's harder for her to like put down these dis- this like disguise as she says of like if you know that fear that that fear of not being accepted for who you are like it permeates yeah. in all your relationships and um mm-hmm. yeah it's it's real it's real um it's it's I real messed up it's like really it the um the the really cool thing about the the track order was uh, because you mentioned it earlier, was, like, the the previous song is about, like, I don't care what you think, I'm cool. I don't care what you think, I'm valuable. And then this song is, like, so desperate for validation, so desperate for affection. It's like, I actually affection. do care. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't care want to so it, much. Care. Like, it, like, and, um, what's it called? Like, uh, the line, uh, I know I got issues, but they drown when I kiss you. It's like it. It's when you know when she feel when she's with this guy, they're maybe alleviated for a little bit, but then she kind of goes. Bold of you to assume it's a guy. Oh, oh sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> like when when she's like with this person, like uh, it's um, 
it's the, like it's alleviated for a little bit, but then the in the in betweens of life, it's just fear and just like um, this deep loneliness. Um, yeah, this song's great. Um, Light your candle to my raging fire. It's like she's like she views her insecurities as so. That's the other thing is like when whenever we're this way we view our the, our problems and our flaws as so gargantuan that like no one could ever help us unburn these things mm. and it's that's like one of the loneliest feelings in the world is oh I, I i don't i couldn't be my full self around you i couldn't unburden myself fully with anybody and um yeah it's it's um it's a really good song. I also like the line, if I kissed you, what do you think I was lonely? <laughs> That's, oh my God. These lines are so beautiful. They really are. This is one of my favorite songs on the album for sure. Okay, let's get into Stevie's Dream. Um, you, we all know my thoughts. Disappointed. <laughs> yeah, disappointed. Yeah, mm, yep. <laughs> or whatever I said. You already called up Stevie Wonder and told him, yeah. Um... It's pretty straightforward, I think. Yeah. He's like saying, Stevie's saying, God's love, Allah's love, Jehovah's love. Um, so don't, you know, don't let your expressions be confused or misconstrued. Turn them into words of expression that can be loved by using words of love. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Um, okay, let's get into So Afraid. Yes. So the song, um, I think it's uh, generally pretty... Um, clear what she's talking about you know just like kind of common fears and insecurities that she feels with others um that are caused by like you know society and like external things um you know like society and like the economy and like stuff like that um and i think like one touch in the song that i really liked is like there's a lot of points where there's like a choir underneath her mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you guys like picked up. I mean, it's pretty clear. Never mind. Um, there's like a choir like underneath like what she's saying, and I feel like that's kind of a representation of like, you know, kind of like a community kind of sharing the same fears and stuff with her. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think that that's a good note for sure. Um, I uh, this is also a very vulnerable song. Obviously, talking about like fears yeah. and anxieties, um, but like. Uh, talking about like what if i lose like i think is uh important as uh somebody who uh has the spotlight that she does um like i think that it's uh important to notice that uh she has those feelings as well and like it uh i think that it's great that she's like sharing that and it makes People who experience, who are part of these same communities who experience the same things, hopefully, like, feel less alone. Because, Mm -hmm. like, being in the spotlight, she has to be this, uh, like, picture of what um, somebody who has the identities that she has is supposed to look like. So, like, this idea of, like, losing and, like, that that's something that she... Uh, thinks about and is anxious about like that's like the thing that's like really unfair with like people of color or like queer artists or whatever like is that like 
they they're this, so tokenized that yeah. and like they have like this added pressure of oh you have to re- represent every one of this community like yeah, yeah. that's like, tough it's, it's really like, stressful yeah and that's like, what i mean when i say that they're so tokenized <laughs> oh okay like, i'm sorry i'm sorry you're, you're right yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like for me as like an asian american artist like that's not something that like really i feel there is that pressure of like but i don't like that's that doesn't that doesn't really consume my every like thought or like my like all like it's a element of who I am but it's not like the defining thing and it's just so it's like um yeah but like I there is that pressure that like you know and like yeah like I'm queer so I get some of that pressure but like um that's made so much easier by the color of my skin like I'm very uh, white passing, <laughs> like yeah. very pale, and uh, so I, like, I don't have the same pressure. Like I do have, like there are other, there are a lot of um, like white queers out there who have like a spotlight, but being in the position that Janelle Monae is in, like being. Um, pan, which is an identity that isn't talked about much in the, like, uh, pop culture, I guess. Um, and then, uh, being a black woman on top of that, um, like, she is, like, the only representation for so many people. Mm -hmm. And that's gotta be a scary position to be in. Yeah. Yeah, something like musically that really goes along with that, I think. I think it's like the last um, chorus. She's like, she gets, like this song, I think, builds a lot. Yes, Um, build is awesome. I think it's the last, yeah, I think it's the last chorus where she's like almost yelling, being really loud. And I feel like that's kind of the culmination of like all her frustration and like what you guys were just talking about, all the anxiety of like having this, um, like all of these fears and stuff, but also representing an entire group. platform, yeah. Um. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's. I feel like that last chorus is almost kind of like a, a cry for help in a way. Like, well, yeah, she's it's more responsibility so than she should have to have. Exactly. Yeah, like she's kind yes. of exploding with frustration, and it's really powerful at the end of the song. Yeah. So um, let's get into uh, Americans. Um, Yeehaw. Yeah. Uh, it's a. It's kind of like I feel like this song is kind of like the end credits of the album, and it's like the end credits. I can of, see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of a bop. It's a bop. Yeah. It's a, it's a, her, 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 her verses are fire, man. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. Um, no, uh, <laughs> well, we talked about like the preacher at the end, how it's like more inclusive. Right. Um, just, um, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Um, I think, well, obviously it's really political, but, um. I think that this song kind of covers like the idea of like how politics and society kind of weave their way into our like everyday lives, like our individual lives, if that makes sense. Um, How like we sometimes think of like politics as like such this like big thing, but then we realize that, oh, like we're a part of it. And um, like, well, yeah, that's why I like hate when people say they don't do politics. Like, okay, no, you're you're participating in it. (laughs) Um, what was it? You're making it like choice. everybody is oh, like, participating in it, like in their right, daily like, lives like, and beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. Like she's kind of talking about like wanting to like be proud of like her culture, like where 
you know, where she comes from and stuff. But like, at, there's a like difference between like wanting to be like proud of that, but also like living proudly like in your own individual life and how those are kind of linked and how it's hard to like be proud of your individual life when there's so much societal pressure yeah. put on you. Uh, like the thing, like I think Trevor Noah said something along these lines of like, he said something along the lines of like, you know, I love America. That's why I want to like stay and like help fix it. Like, that's why I want to stay. Right. And like, and like, you know, not to say that, like, not to say that like people, you know, who leave or like cowards or whatever, or like, but because, because there are like many reasons why someone would need to leave, you know, if their mm-hmm. life's in immediate danger or anything like that. But, you know, if you, he said his, his stance was like, I love my country and I'm disappointed in it, but that's why I'm doing this yeah. work to try to get better. Yeah. <laughs> he texted America. America. Like, uh, disappointed. <laughs> um the uh, the line uh, like the the song is very like sarcastic it's very just like yeah (laughs) cheeky cheekily Mm -hmm. just like playing it straight like this is what i love i love cooking in the kitchen and blah 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 like um i think i like that um the end of the song ends with the line please sign your name on the dotted line and that's very ambiguous of like which version of, Amer- of America yeah. are you going to choose? Where do you... Well, I feel like it, it kind of goes back to, like, what Ezra was saying earlier about, um... Shoot. Like, like these are all part of um, this America that, you know, like, we have all these, like, societal issues and stuff, and it's like, if you want to be an American, if you want to be proud of, like, who you are, like, this is the America you're signing up for, mm-hmm. you know? Which is, like, when you sign your name. It's yeah. like you know you're you're signing up for like all this pride and stuff but you're also getting all the societal issues that come with it yeah i i saw it as as a little more binary of like are you gonna like live are you gonna sign up for like the america that is this problematic patriarchal blah 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 or are you gonna sign for the america to fight for the america that you want i feel like it's all connected yeah i think but i think i like your read too um yeah i like your read a lot too yeah Okay, so now that um, we got that out of the way, let's uh, give let's we go around it. the horn and uh, you know talk about um, our final ratings and like give it a, the album like a final rating. Um, so I, I'd say this album is really good. Um, <laughs> it's very political. It's very um, um, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Just like I'm sorry. I heard that. Uh, um, Very good. Yeah, the the album's like incredible. I think Janelle Monet is an an unparalleled talent um, in what she like. Maybe Donald Glover is like there's some parallels with like how they're multi talented and like all these things. But like Donald Glover has like a problematic past, so that's a little harder to ignore. Um, where she Janelle Monet's like a little more like there's there's not as much like problematic stuff of her. I don't think mm-hmm. I hope that's whatever. Um, but like, she's such a, like a polymath of talent and, uh, the album is so dense and fun and, uh, just all around. I don't really have a lot to say other than I really love it. So I'm going to give it 9.5 text messages to God out of 10. <laughs> so I really love this album. Um, I kind of talked a little bit about it uh, 
I think, when um, I featured Make Me Feel as well. Um, And, like, yeah, I just, I don't have a lot of criticisms of it. Um, I love it. It is very uh, catchy, like, very, um, like, meaningful. And uh, being, like... Me personally, being queer, this album helped me a lot on my, um, I hate the word, like, journey um, (laughs) when talking about queer issues. Um, But, like, it helped me a lot um, leading up to uh, me coming out publicly to everybody. But, yeah, enough of my rambling. I am going to uh, rate this album uh, 10 violins and violas out of 10. (laughs) All right. Nice. Uh, Olivia, what do you got? Yeah. It's better be good. Oh, jeez. I don't want to let you down. Um, Yeah, overall, I really liked it. Um, I mean, going into it, I didn't really entirely know what to expect. So, I mean, I was, you know, not, I don't don't want to say pleasantly surprised because I wasn't like surprised that it was good, but like, I was like, it was like, oh, I was, this was pleasant. Um, I think, you know, she's talking about a lot of really important issues um, and is really vulnerable. And I really liked that part of it. Um, yeah, overall, I think, like, my main, it's just me personally, like, it's not, like, her music isn't entirely, like, my personal taste, so I'm not sure how much I'm going to listen to it, but, like, I, um, from, like, you know, a songwriting standpoint and, like, lyric, lyrics standpoint, I think what she's saying is so great, so important, and I really like that, um, so I gave it (laughs) eight bites, out of 10 great yeah nice nice <laughs> i love i like that all right great job everybody we did it yeah. so now we're gonna get into our i've been mean to listen to that and i did play <laughs> great um Yay. so olivia would you like to go first yeah so i'm really okay um i'm really excited about an upcoming album actually um on may 31st um That's my the birthday. artist kishibashi <laughs> Happy birthday! Happy birthday! We we don't have time. Happy birthday! You get a new Kishibashi album on your birthday. Um, He's an artist of Japanese descent and makes this beautiful like orchestral music. Like I think he's a professional violin player, but Mm. he also like you know sings and has a lovely voice. And all his music is really like quirky and weird, but just so like instrumentally beautiful. And he has a new album coming out on May thirty first and released a couple singles. and I'm, I could be wrong about this, but he, I think he's also releasing a film with his album. Ooh. And it's about, um, like, Japanese uh, culture during World War II because um, his family is, like, really connected with that. And so the first single that he released off of the album is called Summer of 42. <laughs> stop listening to it it's absolutely beautiful like it's a um it's about like a a love story during um world war ii um i don't remember the entire story but it had something to do with like you know um people being stuck in uh japanese internment camps during the war and kind of like a love that kind of like a romantic love that kind of prevailed over that so this the song summer of 42 is absolutely gorgeous and i cry almost every time i listen to it so check that out hell yeah okay um, let's see. 
Well, my pick is going to be the entirety of Carly Rae Jepsen's <laughs> dedicated album. And also... Um, Tyler, the creator's album, Igor. No, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to. I'm very tempted to just like put those two albums. They released yesterday and I love them so much. Um, uh, I don't know which one to choose. I'll go with my gut. Okay. Um, I'm going to choose um, Everything He Needs by Carly Rae Jepsen. Click. something like a little sexy a little little bleepy i guess <laughs> and um carly red jepson is like she has a reputation for being this like pure small bean of a, of a person and this song is very pure small bean but also like i think this with this album in particular she really pushed the boundaries of um you know her vocals have improved so much and they're like really breathy and sexy and like it's it, it, it's just like she, so the song is basically about like um her dedication to her new boyfriend and like she what she did is she like interpolates uh he needs me from popeye and like makes it like uh like the 1975 robert altman film and then like makes it like sexy and like the way she got the rights to that song was she went to Disneyland, waited in line, and made Mickey Mouse sign a fake contract. <laughs> like, the, a guy in a Mickey Mouse costume signed a fake contract and sent it to Disney, and then Disney was like, okay. <laughs> and, like, so that's how she got the rights to that song. But, like, the production is just absolutely nuts. And when I listened to it for the first time, like, there were a couple instances where I was like, ugh, like, oh, man, just like audibly like, what is this? This is like, and, and that was like the moment where I realized the album has surpassed my expectations, my very high expectations, because uh, Carly Rae Jepsen is like one of my new favorite artists lately, as of late. Her music has been like providing me with so much joy and like catharsis in a lot of ways. And like th that was like, this was the song where I kind of realized that those expectations have been surpassed. So I, re re I recommend that album and that song. So there you go. Okay. Um, <laughs> I talked a lot. Right on. No, that's fine. Uh, so I'm choosing a song by Snow the Product. It's called Gaslight. Oh, let's play it. Click. Ain't got me questioning my memory. Your narcissist intensity is starting off the problem causing drama. Then you got me second guessing me. And I don't give a fuck which house your moon is, what sign you are, or how you grew up. You're a fucking adult and you gotta get it together. You're a dick and you're manipulative as fuck. So, uh, this song, like. So the product is an amazing rapper that I discovered recently through YouTube, actually, uh, because she had a um, video that was like um, trending or something um, like for a different song of hers uh, where she had a bunch of um, like she was just uh, driving around basically and uh, 
like asking a bunch of women that she didn't know to like hop in and like they all went like partying together and everything and basically the idea of it is like uh what if you stop tearing each other down and start like um supporting each other and loving each other and so she's like very feminist um she uh is um bilingual uh she speaks spanish as well um so a lot of her songs are partially in spanish this one isn't um but uh, this one in and of itself, like, I think that it's great that she pretty much only um, tears down people who deserve it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, this is, uh, as the title suggests, calling out, like, men who gaslight women. And, Ooh, uh, yeah, like, she's just uh, going off on uh, this man for like being gaslighty and i think that it's great okay great and uh thank you so much olivia what a pleasure like this is so much fun um you're such an amazing guest oh um yeah this is yeah. probably not to pick favorites but this is probably one of my favorite episodes that we've yeah. recorded, so okay well i feel like i picked <laughs> up. go me all right you did <laughs> okay so um now we're gonna close off with a closing segment that olivia prepared Okay. Yeah, you got I picked it. one that's kind of long, so like halfway oh, through, God. you just want to. We gotta like, do yeah, it together. Yeah, we gotta do it together. The whole thing. Yep, <laughs> that's, that's what really? we signed up uh, for. Should <laughs> I just should I just send it to you? Yeah, send it right now. Okay. In the okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, three. No, God. Three, <laughs> two, one. We're CPUs. Our brains brains are are uploading, downloading, downloading, transmitting, passing passing back back and forth information. And with with all all computers, computers, you got your bugs, bugs, you got got your viruses. viruses. But are those negative, positive features? Or, or not. not? I think it's a conversation. I think it's a conversation <laughs> I, want I want to have to have with society, society as human, human beings, beings about, about what it means to tell someone about their existence, either they're queer, minorities, either queer minorities, you have bugs or viruses, 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 you have have a good day. Bye. Click. Oh, that was a good fun time.